recording. Same. All right. Six seconds. Seven seconds. Eight seconds. (laughs) I'm at ten. (laughs) Eleven. (laughs) Thirteen. (laughs) Twenty-five. Wow. Wow. (laughs) All right. You guys ready? Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Well, hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Kaka. Seth, what's yours? <laughs> hello, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Thanks for Coming, the most fabulously gay podcast there ever is and will be. We are so excited to be back with you again. Of course, we're at episode two of season 13 um, and of, you know, Drag Race UK starts next week, too. Wig snatch. We're about to be in our busy season, bitch, which really means busy year. Yes. <laughs> yes, Mama. Jamal <laughs> is producing drag our season thirteen drag race, and I'm producing the UK. So we ha- we've kind of taken on new roles here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do what we can here at TFC to serve you the goods. <laughs> yes, Mama. Well, let's get right into it because we have some news stories to talk about this week, girl. Twitter was wild, and I'm not talking about. <laughs> Orwellian storming the castle type shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was some tea spilled in the streets and heels left ragged. Um, The queens left blocked. Twitter was on fire. Yeah, I'm exhausted from it all, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, and and we were temporarily TFC the block. (laughs) Yes, keeping it in theme. You know, we're very in season on this podcast. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of, our first story, of course, you know, is about Trinity the block. And, you know, Trinity, she uh, took a gig and I guess people were feeling some type of way about it, of course, because, you know, we're in a pandemic and um and so they were like voicing their uh, their uh feelings to trinity and she was just like but- muting and blocking people left and right <laughs> <laughs> i mean oh mercy someone ate their shade wheaties because she did not care i thought maybe it was a little bit of an overreaction like it's the internet you're a public figure i don't know pr training ladies ignore them like you don't have to engage yeah, I mean, Trinity has, like, this reputation on Twitter anyway, where she's just like, fuck you, I'm blocking you if you don't like me. <laughs> That's true. That's but true, too. I just didn't think it would, like, carry over to, like, a health crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> like, coming from Trinity's point of view, the, the gig was going to be outside. So, you know, whether that means outside or in an encased tent outside, you know, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, right let's and if give you're her outs- the benefit of the doubt that there was some draft coming through yeah let, let us hope there's a zipper window open <laughs> <laughs> um and you know also you can be outside but you still have to be like six feet apart so that's harder to do in crowds i understand the queens have to work and make a coin but if 2020 showed us anything it was that we have to be more creative across fields and industries to um survive this thing so i don't know i've seen plenty of queens doing just fine online 
Yeah, I, I yeah, because Trinity was like, oh, you don't know my bills or whatever, and it's like, you know, meanwhile, she just had plastic surgery, and everyone's like, well, you just had plastic surgery, and she says, <laughs> she says <laughs> that... The internet and the receipts. <laughs> yeah, well, she says, well, her answer to that was, oh, well, that was free. So I think, oh. like, they, I think she got her... Um, Sponsored. Her plas- yeah, it was like, you know, she talks about whoever did it and then she gets her oh surgery gosh. for free. Ooh, okay, work. Yeah, botch, come through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of, like, could see some of her points that she was making about, like, the fact that people do have to, like, work during the pandemic. Like, you know, like, if you're, like, working at a grocery store, like, somewhere like that, like, you have to go in every day. But, like... I don't know. Like, it just seemed like she wasn't willing to even have a conversation about it, like, yeah. or admit any fault at all. So, like, starting OnlyFans, girl. <laughs> yeah. I've subscribed to a couple and been very satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think, do you agree with Pheromone that nightlife entertainment is not essential? Yes. I mean, no, I don't think it's essential. I mean, I think it can still exist if it's done properly, mm-hmm. but like Trinity's wasn't. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I guess I'm in the middle because at least like, okay, that's tax dollars coming in. I suppose if you have to work, um, you know, if you have to perform on a stage, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's like an opportunity, this whole thing to get very creative. Like I don't care to go back into my office ever. Like I Same. don't mind working from home. I can do it because I know how to like make it work for me and in my industry. So I don't know. It's just been really interesting across, like even from a corporate space, seeing how some companies are prepared or have rose to the challenge and others have completely like they're still flopping and it's 2021 now right yeah and and you know what you have to do sometimes uh when you're not at work is sometimes you go on vacation and some (laughs) yeah and if you're gay that means that you're going to puerto vallarta Oh. (laughs) oh my god i can't be on anyone's airplane right now okay my question i just cannot my question is, who was Jack and who was Rose in those three drag girls that <laughs> sunk in the ship? <laughs> Listen, I actually think in a turn of events that um, Vanjie was Jack. <laughs> yeah, I think Vanjie would be Jack. And um, I would like to say Silky. that Silky would be, uh, Ro- uh, or, um, would be Rose because she would yes. definitely just hug that door for si- <laughs> until she was rescued. Oh my God. <laughs> and Soki would definitely let go and let yeah, Vanjie die she, for sure. She, <laughs> yes, she would. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, yeah. If Mercy. you are not paying attention to social media this past week, uh, Shangela, Vanessa, Vanjie, Mateo, and Silky Nutmeg, Grenache were uh, in Puerto Vallarta just partying no mask. It's just crazy. I don't know. I feel like do what you want. You're an adult. It's your life or whatever. But if you're a public figure, I think that on any level, influencer, whatever, if you have a platform, I think it's important to lead by example, especially as it relates to a global pandemic. And we're coming from 
the fuck ass country that's like block literally blocked from everyone in the world because we can't get our shit together yeah it's i don't know it's just crazy to me like i don't know like i feel like i would have such a hard time like i would feel so guilty going to something like that right now and it's just like they're out there just like woohoo let's like go i'm like seriously like i would be like the whole time just like embarrassed (laughs) that i was there (laughs) yeah and if i had to step out of there would be a fucking mask plastered to my face because look at least i'm following the rules (laughs) i've got my face covered i shouldn't be around (laughs) all these people but i've got my face covered my straws under my mask but there is none of that and supposedly there's a video like where silky realizes that people are like taking video of her and then starts (laughs) freaking out because she knows she got (laughs) caught (laughs) black people i did not see that one i just saw the one of her and banji drinking and partying i can just picture just like that feeling where you just think like big mama just caught you and you're about to get a skillet across the dome big time oh silky i feel that fear sis i know (laughs) it sucks too because one of my like trade of the weeks um or trade of the week uh was actually there too so i was like who was it 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 was like uh say her name ryan cleary i think bitch we caught you I didn't Clocked. unfollow him. Candy camera, bitch. We caught you. Clocked. To me, it wasn't unfollow worthy because, like, Vanjie was doing it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, like, he's hot. So I didn't want to, like, unfollow him. Well, I'm not going to unfollow Vanjie. So why would I unfollow him? You hey, know we, I mean? have a, we have a name for that. Dangerous trade. It's dangerous trade. <laughs> yeah, that is real dangerous trade now, girl. <laughs> Well, like, the sad thing is I didn't even first. <laughs> the sad thing is I didn't even know he was there cuz you know how like the trades of the week they just like post pictures of being on a beach all the time. Yes. So like I just was like, "Oh, cool." And then um like the Vanjie stuff came out and then I realized it was the same party. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> womp womp. Oh my gosh. Caught you trade. <laughs> At least they felt exclusive, I guess. Maybe you could wear um, Candy Muse's uh, red outfit with the hole in the front. (laughs) (laughs) So it would be safe for you guys to copulate. (laughs) Work. (laughs) Um, Well, before we get into this episode, we also wanted to give a big old thank you to Aja for coming on the show. We uh, posted the episode or the part one of her interview. Girl, I mean, we were on this uh on this zoom or uh, was it zoom zoom yeah, zoom. yeah. <laughs> i was like wh- where am i um we yes. were zooming <laughs> we were on zoom and uh we just kikied with her for like two and a half hours she played us crown afterwards and yeah you guys need to stay tuned you guys are all gonna fucking love this album i i'm not exaggerating just because she came on the show like this i'm honestly so hyped about this album we were so excited to have that opportunity. They completely just um, offered to play us some samples and it led to a full-fledged listening party after we were done recording. And yeah, the the tracks go off. So um, if you're a hip-hop fan and a fan of queer artists, if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume you are. Get excited about this project because we are. Yes. Yeah. Aja was so nice too during the interview and like... It just amazed me too, like with um, their album Crown. Like, 
the backstory behind how like they wrote it you know what I mean like it just was really it was really interesting to me and then like listening to the songs themselves was just it added like a whole new element to it yeah and you'll Mm -hmm. hear all about that in part two so um, if you haven't listened to part one yet, you can scroll back. It's a couple podcasts before this. Um, part two will come out tomorrow, so you'll get to hear the end. Uh, if you're impatient, you can go to our YouTube and watch the whole entire video interview. The videos, you'll see us chatting with Aja. And um, you can find that link in our link tree. So that is in our profile. So you can click on YouTube to go watch. Yes, Queen. It's at the very top, along with those fantasy scores. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then, oh yeah, and she showed us the Pablo Vitar. You'll you'll hear that in this part two uh, interview. We talk about Pablo Vitar a little bit. And oh yeah, that song. Yeah, that's like my new jam. I like that song a lot. That Aja introduced us to. So definitely stay tuned, y'all. It's coming part two. Super fun. Go tell Aja. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, all right. Well, all right. Let's get into this honesty spill of the week. We've been chit-chatting for quite some time, haven't we, girls? We had some catching up to do. Yes. News bulletins. All right. Let's get into our honesty spill of the week. Honesty. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything Drag Race. And right now, that means, of course, episode two of season 13. Woo! Season 13. Yes. Yes. It's lit. (laughs) Didn't you think this episode was, like, really Orwellian? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Isn't that what Orwellian means? I'm I'm trying to like look at a dictionary right now. Yeah, I don't know, Queen. <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask um that uh insurrectionist uh Republican <laughs> member of the House that Mr. Howley, <laughs> Howley, however you say his name. Howley. Oh, Howley. I'm pretty sure he's a dementor. Yeah. Yeah. Your book got canceled, bitch. Ha ha. <laughs> Peace out, fucking Klansmen. Yeah, but now I just want to use Orwellian like as like an adjective that means anything, because <laughs> apparently that he doesn't understand what it means. <laughs> oh, okay, it's like I uh, don't know the joke, but now I'm in on it. Yeah, yeah. fuck him, drag them. Yeah, so Orwellian girl, ooh wee. <laughs> we're or well, You're so smart. Or, we're all. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah, let, we should keep going. <laughs> so this episode starts with uh, no one eliminated. And guess what? <laughs> Trend alert. <laughs> um, we think Gaga's hiding in the curtain somewhere. Like, no one's allowed to be eliminated until Gaga's off the set. Right. <laughs> um, so the episode starts. The queens are, uh, you know, the, the quote unquote losing queens are in the pork shop loading dock. And they have to do a <laughs> lipstick elimination to vote on one girl to sashay away. So, you know, they all do their little shady lipstick sayings, and uh, it actually ended up being a tie between Elliot with two T's and Utica. No, they didn't come for Utica. Girl, my heart dropped because, you know, I love Utica so much. I was like, bitch, she cannot be the first out. I know. I was a little nervous about that. I was not ready to see her go at all. I know. I was convinced that Joey J was going. Like, right? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, what? Elliot and Utica? 
<laughs> Joey did get at least one vote because she had the chicken feathers and the other girls had the nicer ones, like Denali said. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shady boots. But also, let's just have a brief moment of silence for Utica's wig line in the <laughs> chop loading dock. <laughs> if we could. <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I was like, this is like the Alicia Keys song. I keep on falling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, she was in with good company because she had pictures of Shangela's first elimination. That's true. That went well together. (laughs) Yeah. At least she had makeup on, unlike Shangela. (laughs) Um. So let's see. So Rugal comes in the workroom to let all the winning quote unquote girls that Elliot with two T's is coming to join their group. Yes, queen turn of events. Yes. And I predicted this because I, whenever Elliot left, I noticed that Rue didn't say you're eliminated, just that you've been pork chopped. <laughs> and I was, I told Jamal, I was like, I think Elliot's not out. And then lo and behold, Elliot came back. Boom. You're Oracle so of TFC, bitch. Yes. You're so wise. I'm so smart. <laughs> yes. Can you can, can you tell me who's going to win the season? Um let me think. <laughs> Look into your crystal ball, girl. Oh, it's coming. It's a little oh, cloudy. Ru- RuPaul wins the season. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a surprising turn, <laughs> all of the girls are eliminated in a lip sync, and RuPaul wins. <laughs> Girl, she won that. She won that runway this week because that that silver dress was it. Yeah, she yeah. looked fabulous. Um. All right. So, of course, you know, immediately the girls feel some type of way and they do what the gays do best and ostracize Elliot with two T's <laughs> and talk shit about her. <laughs> Bitchy queens. This is Grinder in a nutshell. Big time. I, I know. Like, I'm sure we'll get to it. But Candy was like, this bitch doesn't know us. And I'm like, you guys have literally been here for like five same minutes. Of, you've been here for the <laughs> same amount of time, Candy. I have this written down later, but you're literally on the same level. And she has more tea because she knows what other bitches are here. Yeah. I'm right. like, you guys were there for an hour. It's not like you built like some bond over like 30 days and like Elliot's coming in. It's just like, <laughs> seriously. This is very season six though. with like an extra intro episode because it's like, oh, here's half the Queens. And now here's the other half of the Queens. Well, that's kind of what they did last season on season 12 too. They just came together oh, much yeah. quicker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know, girl. So uh, for this week, or let's see. Oh, yeah. So all the queens, they wonder why Elliot's back. And it's like, girl, chill out. Like, you guys did not think you were the top six, did you? Candy. Candy. Muse. It's a little chilly in here. Like, come on. Don't. You can't be that dumb. Like, I mean, a little bit dumb, but. We can't get that comfortable so soon, right? Right. I know all these girls are like, sis, we're top six. And it's just like, are you guys dumb? <laughs> like, do you really think they're just going to have a six person season? We'll right. Like, it's... let's cast like seven other people and just eliminate them the first day. Like, okay. <laughs> we'll see if it's top six when we get to the runway. Yeah. We'll see, girl. So for this week's challenge, the girls have to walk the runway in a daytime and nighttime look. That's two looks, mama. Ooh, reminiscent of season seven fashion show with the iconic Violet Tchotchke um, transition. 
yeah, unfortunately, not a lot of these looks we saw this week stood up to any look that we've seen on any season of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there was a lot of looks that were just meh to me. Totally meh. Meh. We'll get there, but uh, before we can get to the two-in-one, or not the two-in-one, the day and night looks, uh, so immediately Candy starts drama, so I guess she's not going to be the good girl like she said 10 minutes ago. what is it candy she was asking about the quote-unquote new girl who is really (laughs) just on the same level as everyone else been there the same amount of time as everybody else they've just been doing different things than you (laughs) and then elliot throws some shade back and the girls were not ready she brings up the fact that when the queens go into the show bragging about their drag family already being on the show that they are usually the first eliminated. And in this moment, <laughs> I went from not feeling Elliot to standing so quickly. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I just heard like a gospel choir behind me, just like a giant crescendo of like a roar because like, whoa, sis, she came out the gate swinging with the shade. Like, whoop, she said that. Yeah, it reminded me like a little reminiscent of um, Derek Barry All Stars Five, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, but not not quite as hateful. Uh, yeah, not as hateful. It's in a more PR friendly <laughs> package. It, very much so. This is a good example of HR bitchy. This is like <laughs> you're just stating facts or yeah. your little analysis, but it's still like. You're cutting deep, bitch. Yeah, this is like my <laughs> style of shade that I just live for. And I was like, girl, you can't handle it. Can you, Candy? Listen, I've, I've been saying that Elliot and drag looks like a real housewife of somewhere. So this is just that housewife shade coming out. Yes, girl. Um, so Candy, um, you know, clearly has anger issues. And <laughs> oh, no. That is clearly not becoming of a winner. She was like, oh, I was about to lose it on her girl. Not the the angry brown girl. She does need to just let it go, though. She's just got to let it go some things. Yes. She's got to let it go. I I don't know. It was just so weird. I'm like, she's like trying to act all like bullyish. And I was like, not here for it. It felt more like territorial to me. Uh, But also kind of like a little bit. Maybe she feels threatened. Like, yeah, it's kind of like an alpha kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's going to be an alpha challenge. Well, because, you know, Candy thinks she's the shit because she comes from the house of Aja. So I think she probably thought she was going to come in and just be hot shit the whole season. Mm. And it's also a mask, though, as we see later in the episode, um, because she's feeling the pressure of the competition. Oh, yeah. So now we've reached the parts where we're going to talk about the day and night looks. So we're not going to talk about every look, but I was just wondering if any looks stood <laughs> out to you that were memorable and not horrible. <laughs> like you could get them. You got your fabric at Michael's Arts and Crafts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we were having a stand party with um, hetero correspondent Nick. Yeah. Over Olivia Lux. Yes. I personally liked both looks. You know, I love a mod moment. And I thought that the daytime look could easily translate to nighttime as well. It just depends on what party you're going to. But then the um, nighttime look was so, like, deep and luscious and sexy. And I was buying all of it. A little personal. 
Yeah, I also enjoyed Olivia's. Um, another one was, um, I liked Gottmik's day look. It was like the Ooh, rainbow yeah. with the sun. Super cute. Um, also, I'm trying to remember what was Simone wearing? Like, because everything Simone has done, I'm, I've really enjoyed. But I'm, now I'm like struggling <laughs> with Simone what? had the badass kind of like 90s inspired. Um, it was like the stripes. Suit jackets oh, okay. or with that high updo from like, um, what was her name in the Players Club? Ronnie from the Players Club. That I'll beat your ass mm-hmm. 90s bitch hair. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about her night look, though. It just felt like some like loose fabric like draped around her. <laughs> this felt to me like she was going to hang out with cousin Rihanna and smoke a good blunt <laughs> in the bayou. Yeah, I was like, am I not? Do I not know what fashion is anymore? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, I didn't think it was anything <laughs> extraordinary either, but I thought that she was playing the character very well because it was just like, hey, girl, we're out here partying. I'm draped, draped yeah. and beat, ready to go. <laughs> Yes, girl. I um I have to say that I was really impressed with Elliot's both both looks of Elliot's. I thought that they were both like one of the more put together looks that we saw on the run or on the on this runway here. Elliot's definitely on this runway giving me like um maybe one of Katya's more mature relatives. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not totally sold on the top hat with the plumes coming out, but like everything else was great. Yeah, I thought her night look was really unique. Like it was yeah. like something that we don't really like see very often, I guess. So I thought it was cool. It's like what India Fair tries to do. Right. Yeah. Unsuccessfully. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> um I uh, <laughs> with with La La Rie, I really hated her first look because that fabric was so like Joanne. Um, but like <laughs> Her That's night why look I was tight. Stuck. Yeah. She had that cheap fabric. It got stuck in her he- in her heel. <laughs> yeah. That I, wasn't good. I did prefer her night look. But her, her night look, look was great. Um Candy Muse had two pretty bad looks. Um <sighs> Yeah. Rough trade. Weren't they like both red or am I getting it? They were both red. Both red, yeah. yep. This is and like I a banshee just... situation all over again. Right. And oh. I was like, how do you differentiate like day and night with those? I, I don't know. The, the she was going for like medieval kind of like madam kind it, of look with the first look, but it didn't really translate. No. Like you should, you know, the role on drag race. So if you have to explain it, it's probably not going to land very well. Right. Yeah. And then she went into her trick or treat outfit for the night look. What was that hole though? Is it just like a ventilation spot? You know, like North Face loves to put a fucking hole in their jackets. <laughs> she was like, there's supposed to be a panel there. I'm like, what panel, girl? Like, <laughs> what was going to happen there? <laughs> and she came out with like, looking like the Joker. Like, why so serious? Like, with that makeup smudged all over her face. Uh, she's trying. She's trying. But uh, it did not land for me this episode, Candy. Yeah, everyone, I think maybe, I don't know. I don't want to hate on Candy too much, but I mean, she's just not for me. I'm sure there's people that like Candy. Um, yeah, and I mean, did not land for me for this challenge. We'll get to the runway. Yes. All right. Speaking of which, let's continue on. Uh, so it's after the runway and the girls, they're getting ready for the main challenge. What a drama queen. Reynolds taking over the Rue cap. I hope you guys can speak, dog. Reynolds! 
I really uh. agree with what Reynolds said. I think <laughs> I really like the part um, where he was talking about how um, Candy was still in her feelings quite a bit. I really agree with Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally keeping that. <laughs> okay. It was just the male man. I don't know why he's like so crazy. Well, he's a fucking psycho. He really picks and chooses who he wants to raise hell at. What had happened was the mailman did not put the <laughs> ma- mail in the right way. So Reynolds had to tell them how to do it correctly. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so it's now after the runway and the girls are getting ready for their main challenge uh candy is still in her feelings about elliot's question earlier about you know getting eliminated on the first episode and Uh. candy says that she gives everybody a fair chance and but when you're coming from her from across the room she feels some type of way about it well miss thing what the hell did you do first that well, yeah. I mean, this is one of those things. It's kind of like watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake right now. Like, there's <laughs> just some issues that these bitches just need to let go because they're stupid. And we, we can't get hung up on these things so early in the competition. You still haven't even met the other half of the cast. Like, let's not get too deep with the drama yet or you're going to run out of wigs and glue. Yeah, girl, yeah. I just can't wait till fucking Kimura comes in and just reads candy the fulfilled. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, Kimura no. in her, like, three wigs that she's wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, girl, like, the situation that you just described, sub- described? Subscribe to? Described. Yeah, they subscribe to that energy. The, yeah, they did subscribe to that energy because I was like, girl, that's exactly what you did. Like, legit, first thing, sit down at the mirrors. Ooh, what about the new girl? Blah. Like, how do you feel about, like, sucking so much, Elliot? And then, <laughs> and then like, legit, you got it thrown back in your face and you felt some type of way. I mean, sorry, girl. Like, you, that's the exact same thing you did to her. Like, you can't get mad. Yeah, I have to agree. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i just have to that's what it was and that bill has passed all right <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i'm the speaker of the house here um so for the main challenge they will have to write their own verse and perform rupaul's new song congratulations that's right everybody rupaul thought of six different words to put in a song <laughs> and we have a new box <laughs> and true drag queen uh, mother fashion of course we're gonna find this on itunes yes go support the queens you know rupaul doesn't make enough from fracking that much these days so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm so excited to hear this song all season long <laughs> yeah congratulations you're the winner congratulations you're the winner Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Contra- okay, I think I, I got it memorized, everybody. <laughs> That's all. I got this thing memorized. Um, All right. So, of course, you know, they have to go rehearse. They have to do their own choreo. And, uh, you know, they all go to the main stage. And no one really wants to be the leader here of the group until Elliot just sees everyone on the struggle bus and then steps in to save the day. <laughs> Yeah, and they're still kind of shading Elliot. Like, they don't know what their motives are. They're like, oh, now you have something to say instead of, like, actually trying to be um, a team. Yeah, like, (laughs) do you want help? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen to everyone. It's so, like, 
I don't know. It's just so like cringy to watch because they're just like, I don't know. They're like, Elliot's a spy. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what did they think was going to happen? Like, girl, they're, they're surrounded by cameras. There's no spy. <laughs> right. What's the first question always when this happens? Who has dance um, experience? Yeah. And Elliot. Did anyone? Elliot did. Yeah. Did yeah. anyone ask, though? Like, we yeah, knew Elliot they did. Ask. did. They did ask okay. at the beginning, but no one was stepping up. And yeah. Elliot was like, okay. well, these hoes are being shady, so I'm just going to sit I back see. and do what they want. Because, you know, if she would have started to try and be like, all right, girls, two step here, foxtrot right. You know, they would have been like, Elliot really is a spy. Like, Elliot, what's what the heck is going on here? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. They would have been more suspicious. And on the flip side, it's you don't have to show everyone your cards right up front. So I might have been quiet too and just right. kept that to myself. I would have kept I would have played it the same way Elliot did. She was mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Um agreed. so then uh, you know, during this, of course, uh Mick experiences some ginger just ginger dysphoria because the rest of the queens don't know that he's trans. Yeah, it caught them off guard too. I didn't realize that they just kind of um wrote the verse and then it you hit play on the main stage and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I don't know. That's so like triggering. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Big time because like, you know, you know, for us as viewers, we went to the show. It's like we already know Mick is trans. So it was like you know it's no big news for us of course um Mm -hmm. but for these girls in the competition they were just like uh what (laughs) yeah yeah so um so yeah and i thought that was still good though to include in the show because you know it helps to educate some of the um you know transphobic people in our community about like gender dysphoria they're learning about something new so i i like that they kept that part in there yeah, absolutely. We need that awareness, especially within our community and drag races kind of on that mainstream level now. So on a global scale, this is great stuff to see on television. Big yeah, time. So also, too, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but the fact that Rue has changed the wording where Rue says, may the best drag queen win. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, because it used to just be best woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. Like, they made that adjustment when Gia came back, too. Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Okay. Let us know, know, listeners. Let us know. Yeah. For some reason, I just noticed it this year. I don't know. Maybe it has been before. I feel yeah. like it's been at least one other time, but definitely let us know, listeners. Yes. Uh, so, back in the workroom, of course, they're all getting ready for the performance, and Gottmik reveals her gender situation to olivia lux i mean of course olivia just has one of those faces and auras that just make you want to tell all the secrets <laughs> yeah i'm like i would tell <laughs> olivia tell too my story because <laughs> then olivia's just like you're awesome you're amazing like yeah. i'm so proud of you <laughs> yeah because oh, she's like person. the only nice one <laughs> <laughs> in the work room. <laughs> I'm happy they were mirror partners though because Mick needs that reassurance because it is so scary. Yeah, it is scary to to have to come out basically everywhere you go. <laughs> it's just not I don't know. It just sucks. And I mean, it's not even just for trans people, it's for gay people too sometimes, but Right. Cause remember, listeners, if you're not, you know, queer, sure you're out, but if people don't know you and you kind of have to just come out over and over again. It's kind of like reliving that experience or trauma because not all of our stories are the same thing. So, yeah. 
big time. So, and we also learn mixed pronoun situation too. Uh, so, like we said, he, him, out of drag, she, hers, in drag. Because when you tell when you tell her uh, she, her, out of drag, or he, if you call her she, he, him, in drag, then she feels clocked. Yeah, I was glad that they talked about that because we even wondered you know whether or not like we were appropriate saying yeah she and drag we definitely asked aja about that <laughs> yeah check out part one um so okay elliot tells the girls what happened in the pork chop loading dock and then uh let's see it's time for the performance for congratulations what did you <laughs> think of this performance you know, the choreo wasn't bad in the end. Sometimes you just have to keep it simple and um, bring it together so everyone's on the same page. There are definitely standout entertainers. I really liked Simone. She definitely has a presence without even having to try. And, of course, Olivia just shines on stage. She just shines. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel the same way. I thought, like, Simone I'm just in love with. I think she just everything she does like I just love and then Olivia just has a way of just do like going out there and like it's just like she has the charisma to her to be able to like pull off these things and it's like she's natural out there yeah totally Um, natural I also thought Elliot did good although I'm not like a fan of Elliot's fashion sometimes (laughs) um (laughs) real housewife (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like a little like I was telling Jamal, sometimes I feel like it's a little toddlers in Tierra with her. <laughs> she is a pageant girl. <laughs> Stop reading Elliot, girl. <laughs> I mean, I like Ellie. I'm just saying that sometimes I feel like it's a little like it toddlers. seems like you don't like Elliot. You don't really like her. <laughs> I do too. I, last episode, I was defending her outfit because all the queens were like shading it. Even in the pork chop lounge, you're like, this outfit yeah, sucks. They totally were. <laughs> they were. Denali. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I liked. Yeah, I liked her. I thought. Um. I'm trying to think who else I really liked. I thought. Uh. Lala Reed did yeah, pretty good. Lala Reed was really good as well. Oh yeah, I liked her outfit as well. And the, yeah, another natural stage presence. Like you could tell, Lala Reed is very familiar with the stage. I thought Big time, um, like Tina Burner. I'm kind of on the fence about, but like, I don't know. I was telling Jamal like it's kind of like Nina West in a way. Like Nina West wasn't like perfect in some of the dance numbers and things like that. So. I feel like maybe that's just not her strong suit. Well, yeah, and and she got called Nina and untucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Didn't happens. like Elliot call her that? Yeah, or, that's why yeah. you got eliminated three times, Elliot. <laughs> that that totally happened (laughs) i didn't mind tina's performance i can kind of i mean we're not quite at judging yet but i can understand michelle's comment just um from a performance kind of level and and because i think that's why the camera cuts were so fast and so chaotic is because she was not looking at the camera yeah she's interacting more like she's in that kind of theater play like playing to the audience yeah because if you looked at like simone she was like all over the camera right mm, but um you know who else was all over the stage <laughs> candy in the wrong direction 
Listen, bitch, don't don't let me forget the moves in the center of the cast. I'm going to give you a whole solo number and you won't know. Girl, you are front row and center <laughs> and she's just like white girl dancing in the middle of the stage. Woo! I've had my share of fumbles on the stage, but let me tell you, that was a missed opportunity and I, I felt a little bad for her there. Yeah, and the you- best part about it too is that in the workroom before they went out, she was like, girl, if you mess up, then you better just make it like come <laughs> off like you know what you're talking about about here (laughs) (laughs) it's like she literally did not even take her own advice damn it well i don't know i feel like candy (laughs) candy's gonna be one of these queens that's just like keeps fucking up but just gets away with it because it's like oh it's candy like ross is already on that bullshit they all are (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like oh well she's candy i don't know what she's gonna say and when she talks she's funny if you can understand what she's saying well, they won't let, no. I think that reality is going to hit Candy sooner rather than later. I really hope that that shit doesn't continue for too long because this is a competition. Yeah, we'll see, girl. Um, All right. So I guess that is the performance. So let's talk about the runway. But before we do, I think it's time for a good old break. What do you think, guys? Break sounds yes. nice. Yes. BRB. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome. Well, do you do you what, did you turn your phone off, everybody? No, it's not me. The call's oh. coming from inside the house. Oh, sorry, it's mine actually. Girl, pick up the phone. Let's see what they have to say. All right, hang on. I'm back, back, back again. This is the Will Jameson non-binary cartoonist and die-hard drag race fan. Okay, so I've never actually done drag, but that doesn't stop me from having very strong opinions about the show. The gaggery continues this episode by splitting the girls up into two teams. Frankly, I'm glad that they're trying something different for season 13. It's too easy for the show to simply repeat the same formula over and over again. So there was a lot that happened this episode, so I'll be highlighting some key points for me. First of all, Lala Ri learned that it was pronounced Lame and not Lame, which was very, very silly. Also same. Elliot with two T's is a brilliant drag name. Tina Burner? Yes, please. Gottmik is winning in the looks department for me, but why only one trans queen this season? My concern is that there is too much pressure on Gottmik to acknowledge all sorts of trans issues through the show's platform when Gottmik is just one person and deserves more nuance. Give us more trans queens in a season, Rue. But really, I'm a fan of every queen who isn't a sexual predator, so this season is starting off quite promising for me. This episode does have a sweet message about feeling like a winner and rejecting how others make you feel online. But frankly, that's the bare minimum for the show to be doing, especially when so many queens who aren't white and or skinny get literal death threats and racial slurs sent to them on the internet. 
Be more proactive, Drag Race. I genuinely don't know how these format twists are playing out, which is exciting. Poor Elia got bullied and is now playing for the other team, so I hope that she gets a chance to really shine. Honestly, I hope the switching around continues. It keeps the queens on their toes, and it makes them seem more authentic and less rehearsed. The main challenge this week consisted of each queen writing their own verses. I always think the queens play it relatively safe with the lyrics, though. Let's be honest, Read You Wrote You had the best verses, and that's because the queens leaned into the, into the weirdness. So the lyrics for Congratulations fell a little short for me. Also, I read, I read somewhere that it took RuPaul three whole days to record the lyrics for Call Me Mother, which I desperately wish I could have witnessed in person. I am so glad to see that this show is back. Our country has been an especially smelly dumpster fire as of late, and getting a break from the news to watch a bizarre reality competition is very welcome. So thank you to all the fellas at Thanks For Coming for having me. If you liked my commentary, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TheWillJameson. That's J-A-M-I-S-O-N. And if you didn't like my commentary, you can direct all of your hate mail towards Seth. And until next time, I'll see you at Party City, where you belong. Oh, wow. That is some very insightful tea, Will. Thank you so much for calling in. Totally um, unexpected. Um, just going to make sure we turn off our ringtones or our, our ringers for the future recording of these episodes, I guess. Yeah. Can you like stop calling us during the <laughs> podcast? Damn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Guys, it's totally, totally my fault. I asked Will to check in. We wanted to check in on the fandom. So you, you just didn't know if it was going to be uh, on the podcast. That's right. So sorry. Yeah. We'll work on a vibrate option. Ooh. Yes, girl. Ooh. <laughs> Adam and Eve code offer code TFC. <laughs> <laughs> you can get 50% off your Adam and Eve products. Sponsor us. All right. So let's get into the runway. We, I guess, I guess we can talk about each girl's looks considering there was only like six of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, in category this week is LeMay, you stay. Fun. I don't think we've seen a category like this on Drag Race, have we? I, I don't think we've had LeMay. We've had Tool, LeMay, so I don't know what we're getting next season. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a Tool challenge. Yeah, they're thinking outside of the box. Yes, yeah, spandex, you stay. <laughs> <laughs> Tights. <laughs> um, what did you all think of Gottmik's look, her gold uh, butterfly alien look? Super alien-esque. I thought she looked like some kind of slithery, sexy sea creature. I was just getting seaweed vibes with the cape. Yeah, definitely uh, looked like some type of sea a alien creature thing. I don't know. I, I mean, I liked it. It's just not literally my vibe, I guess. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think this is sort of like Mick's uh, signature type like style. Because I think we've seen Mick with like a lot of helmet type outfits yeah because oh. wasn't this in her um her like meet the queens video i believe she had like a helmet mm -hmm. type it was thing. a black yeah mm -hmm. that's true but i also i get like chelsea boy vibes here too like i feel like this is something that chelsea boy would wear yeah oh, that's a I good point mm -hmm. um yeah no i thought it was okay i w i wasn't too like wowed by 
many of the uh, the runway looks, <laughs> which brings us to Candy Muse. Oh no, no. <laughs> 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 you are wrong for that um, hey that was a great transition <laughs> it was um i don't know candy looked cute it's a little safe for the runway in my opinion you're on season 13 of rupaul's drag race so i mean it was cute but what else yeah i mean i yeah. thought it, i thought the same i thought it was it was just okay. It wasn't like anything that was just like groundbreaking, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, Fembot, look for LeMay, groundbreaking. I do love the <laughs> message. <laughs> I love a sexy big girl. Yes, um, but I mean, just wearing a bra and panty on the runway, like, stop relying on that body. <laughs> mm. Anyways, moving on to someone I liked a lot better, La La Ree. I love this look. Yeah, Lala Ree is like impressing me this season because, like, I like going into it, I was like, "Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's getting the pork chop." <laughs> no, oh my gosh, you guys have no faith. This is giving me like those um, butterscotch candies vibes. What are those top candies? Yeah, Werthers. That's the one. It's like grandma it. over here knows all about Werthers. So <laughs> yeah, it's like my grandma like ate a bunch of them and like threw them on the floor and uh, Lala Re made a dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, she's got the golden ticket to the next round. So what do you have to say about that? I thought it was so pretty, like the whole package. I love the hair. I love the makeup. That whole outfit. It was nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, next, another great look, Olivia Lux. Uh, classic color girl, Hollywood. I love it. Classic, bougie, ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I thought this was, this was a really good look. I mean, she can just like pull off these amazing things, like just like walking out on the runway. I feel like I don't even know if what she was wearing was that amazing. She just has like a glow <laughs> about her. So you're just like, Oh my God, Olivia. It's like a simple, <laughs> there's a simple glamor about Olivia Lux and as simple as the look may look to the eye, it's elevated and it makes it that much more, you know, timeless and classic on the drag race stage and the color choice of the garment. I really enjoyed because it highlighted her face with her jewelry and her hair very well. Everything came together very nicely. Yeah, big time. Like, yeah, her outfit wasn't anything like um, too extravagant or anything like that, but she just sells it so well mm -hmm. that it works for her. So, yeah, she looked great. I liked her earrings a lot. Um, I liked her hair a lot and <laughs> until <Yeah>. later, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, she sparkles. Yes, and then probably my favorite runway look, we have Simone. I loved it. Uh, mine too. I love a queen that thinks outside of the box. It's so, like, it's right there, the idea for this, like, this category specifically. And she grabbed it because, of course, like, you see boxing videos and, like, they all come out in these shiny-ass robes. Like, this is, the, of course, this is what you bring to the drag race stage and I love the hair, the makeup, the little detail with the cut. I thought the two it was, braids. Yeah, it was so, so well good. done. So well done. 
Yeah, it's um, I really like her. She just does things differently than everyone else. So it's it's just going to be fun watching her this season. Like, mm-hmm. definitely it was my favorite of the night on the runway. Yeah, this is the queen you're excited to, to watch. Definitely. I did like um, how she tied everything in because you can't really see it on TV, but on the back of her um, boxer robe, it says Black Enchantress. And that Uh, was from her, um, that was like a lyric from her verse earlier from Congratulations. Oh. So I like that. Nice reference, Queen. Yes. And also I was wondering, um, because I noticed a lot of the tags said Avalon on them. And so I was wondering if that was in reference to the club Avalon where they have like tiger heat now uh, in L.A. where she's from. You know, I don't know if that's what that was the reference for, but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I can't put my finger on Avalon because I just have like Everlast branded in my head. Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my guess. So if you know that I'm right, please tell me. (laughs) Yeah, Simone, if you happen to be listening, um, let us know. Yes. And of course, finally, we have Elliot with two T's um, giving us, uh, what was that? Toddlers and Tiaras. Yes. (laughs) Toddlers and Tiaras, girl. I don't know why, like, (laughs) Elliot with two T's just gives me, like, real housewives out on the town on vacation kind of vibes or at the cocktail party. They don't need to have. Or they're like at the reunion. They're at the reunion. Yeah, this yeah. is a reunion outfit, bitch. <laughs> this is what this is. It's like, yeah. no, you would never wear this except for like at the reunion. This is like Tinsley's. <laughs> this is like Tinsley's friend. I'm just going to keep laughing because I don't know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> I love the <laughs> Real Housewives. This uh, is like ten. Just trust friends. us. Yeah, it's, trust us. It is. Yeah. Whatever they said. <laughs> um, yeah, this was okay. I I don't know that it was her best look. You know, when you compare it to the day and night looks, I, I think I like those looks better than in the runway. I but agree. I do like her hair. The red hair was great. Yeah, I thought that um, she looked nice. She looked really nice. It just wasn't my favorite of hers of the night. I 100% agree that the mini challenge looks are my favorite of Elliot's. Because I think she was trying to like match her heel to the more like skin color piece of fabric just to tie it in. But I think that she should have had a heel that maybe like stood out a little more. Yeah, definitely another pop of color. Maybe like a green or something unexpected. Yeah, big time. All right, so that was the runway. Uh, let's see. Simone and Olivia are the top two of the week, so congratulations. Both deserved. Yes, queens, both on my fantasy team. Congratulations, Rude. girls. Good yeah. job. Damn it. I'm going to have to go in there and stop this deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm climbing up the list, girl. <laughs> Stay back, bitch. I'm locking my office. All right. Fine. Uh, Better not break my window either. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking the podium, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bitch, you're going to jail. <laughs> um. All right. Jeez, looks cr- this got out of hand real quick. <laughs> So uh, the rest of the girls are eliminated, of course. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a great season. (laughs) Yeah, it's been great. 
Um, all the other <laughs> girls were eliminated, right? <laughs> I, I think so. I don't know. They're actually all safe to our amazement. What? No, is anybody going to get eliminated this season? <laughs> we're not sure, girl. I don't think so, actually. <laughs> What's happening? Classic bougie ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My Sorry, that song's stuck in my head right now. <laughs> That's so good. Um, all right. So, no, the girls are safe. Unfor- well, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. It'd just be nice if someone got eliminated eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, they keep... their This twist is, like, going too long. I'm ready to see the cast together so we can, like, get into the competition. Because now... I mean, I'm excited to see the other girls next week, but we're going to see the same thing. Yeah. And that's the I, thing. It's like, we're not, we're literally going to like, we're not going to see anyone eliminated till episode four or five at this rate. And then by that time, they really will have to eliminate like six girls. They're like, Oh, <laughs> you're all together. It's snatch game. Ruth's like LOL. triple eviction, bitch. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Three people getting eliminated every week, bitch. COVID <laughs> numbers are spiking. Four of y'all have to go. Sorry, the <laughs> bubble's not big enough for everybody. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just like keeping them there because you're like, you're more safe here than the outside. <laughs> uh, it's quite possible. <laughs> Mercy. So, uh, so Olivia and Simone, they get to lip sync, though, not to be eliminated, but to win a cash prize of $5,000. Yes, I like this little all-star twist, kind of being introduced to the new um, sisters of the Drag Race sorority. Yeah, definitely. It's a different um, different adventure for us here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sing to some Dua Lipa song that I didn't know. So uh, I love this. Shout out to Skylar, friend of the show, long time um, bandy, fellow Cap Kappa Psi brother. He was our drum major listeners. He turned me on to Dua Lipa's um, Future Nostalgia album, and it's been one that I've been playing on repeat quite a bit. It was in my top five plays since my Spotify 2020 wrapped. Um, oh, shit. Really, really good projects from Dua Lipa, so check it out. I um I don't really, I don't know. I don't think this is a, a Dua Lipa song I would return to back to, but I did like the one that they had of hers on the UK season, the first lip sync. Mm-hmm. The whole project has like a nice disco vibe to it with the kind of modern updated feel with respect to what disco is supposed to be. So that's why I enjoy it so much. Yes. So... In the end, uh, Simone wins the lip sync and the money, and then Olivia is eliminated. <laughs> Bye, sis. Um, I thought we thought we were gonna do big things on the fantasy yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Olivia's not eliminated. <laughs> is anybody gonna get eliminated? <laughs> no, she is safe. Thank goodness. We are collecting uh, right. edges, Olivia and I, this season. You guys just watch. I wish I was on this season because I would have gone really far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's like i made it to episode four yes uh, everyone technically everyone made it to episode four but i made it to episode four <laughs> yeah that's every week we're like we still don't know who the first out is dahlia sin wishes she was on this season now <laughs> i know right you know the broccoli is popping up somewhere a fierce brock ally the <laughs> fierce brock ally <laughs> My, I hope hate you guys you. like candy muse impressions. <laughs> uh, fancy a slice? That's oh, next it's too week. early for that. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, we'll save that gosh. one. All right. Well, let's go ahead and switch into the fantasy league where I'm sure I got no points. Sony, tell tell me how bad I'm losing. <laughs> so this week you got no points. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Are you for real? Damn. Yeah, for real. Um, Cause I'm not doing like the queen is still on the show because like everyone's still there. So, right. you, so um, yeah, you didn't get any points. Um, Jamal got uh, 50 points this week. Nice. <sighs> because his whole team won everything. <laughs> Stop the steal. And then, interestingly enough, I got 30 points um, for Elliot with two Ts because she was eliminated and came back on the show. <laughs> Whoa. Congratulations, girl. Talk about a twist. Yes. Wow, I wish I got points. Congratulations, everybody but me. Yeah, so Jamal's in the lead with 90 points. I'm in second with 40, and Seth is in last place with 10 points. Woohoo, I like being in the rear. <laughs> yes, thank you, listeners, for following along. Um, we've been getting questions about how you can join the draft. Uh, we have not put out a blank score sheet. Maybe that's something we should add. But um, you can go to our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash tfcpod. And you can just go to the very top of that list and click on either UK Season 2 or Drag Race Season 13. And you can pick your own queens. We have the scores and the kind of rubric all right there. So you can kind of copy and paste and follow along that way. We hope to do something a little more elaborate in the future. But we have full-time jobs and other projects. to try to survive (laughs) you know what you can also do there is click on your app of choice and leave us a review in there yeah that would be amazing too yeah we love reviews girl since you know this is free content that we're providing you with for three years like not saying saying that we deserve the reviews like like we're acquiring them but like it would be nice so (laughs) valentine's day is coming up here so if you you can send me valentine's through the reviews if you like or um, jamal or stoney i don't know do what you got to do ow (laughs) well we are coming up on our third birthday so i would like to definitely push for more ratings and reviews this year listeners so wherever you listen Thank you in advance for those ratings and reviews. And please tell a friend. I'm going to be in your ears a lot more about this. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We still love you. Even if you don't review us, just please keep listening. Yes. Um, but if you do review us, we'll like, I don't know. Maybe we'll have we'll to start s- sending out stickers or po- like signed postcards or something. Postcards yeah. are fun. I'll sign whatever you want. Just <laughs> leave us a review, girl. <laughs> you want a sticker and a postcard from Indianapolis? <laughs> Yeah. Bitch, yes. Shout we out stand. from the hood, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> from the hood to Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> Please, I'm like walking to get a beer. The hood, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you all. It's been a clearly another fun week at TFC, the most fabulously gay podcast there ever was. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next week with double trouble. Actually, triple triple no double trouble um be, i'm trying to remember how what weeks are because we're in quarantine um yes so next week we will be back with uh two weeks worth you know of drag race we'll have the uk and the season 13 so mm-hmm. you guys will have two seasons to follow of course you know if you haven't listened to our interview with aja that you can also listen to part one and part two will be released 
tomorrow. Yes, if you're looking for the candy tea, go to our IGTV. Aja breaks it down really well. Check it out. Yes, Instagram.com slash TFC pod, bitch. You leave off the bitch part, though, because then you won't get there. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a Russian bot or something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll be back with you all next week. But until then, bye. Bye. bye.